Back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back on the block here on 93.7 The Ticket. It is time for our daily NBA session, Hitting the Hardwood with Strick, where we jump into some of the, the latest news and storylines of the NBA. If you're an NBA fan, double header tonight on TNT. That will uh, lead our conversation before we get into one of the better young players in the game that we'll talk about as well. UT's Josh Giddy uh, doing things that haven't been done in the NBA yet, and I don't know if he's going to get the respect he deserves because he's playing for lowly OKC at this point. But we'll get into that here in a second. Um, first uh, off tonight, 6.30 on TNT Celtics and 76ers. The Celtics, all of a sudden, one of the better teams in the NBA. We left them out of our uh, top five, top ten yesterday, but they're, they got to be creeping close there as they're on an eight-game winning streak. Did some things at the trade deadline with Derek White, along with Marcus Smart there at the top, um, is going to be some elite um, perimeter defense there. 76ers tonight. Kind of obviously, they are the big, you know, discussion for the trade deadline because of James Harden. James Harden will not be there, unfortunately, will not play in the All Star game either. I was really hoping to watch him go up against uh, Team Durant, but unfortunately, I think he will make his return after that. I think the big question for them is whether they gave up too much. Uh, as far as uh, some people, you know, Andre Drummond and Seth Curry were kind of big parts of those teams. I think they have a piece in place for Andre Drummond, but I don't know if they can make up for the three-point shooting and spacing that Seth Curry uh, gave to them. Obviously, it's it's a different team, and they and they still have a few studs there, but do you think the 76ers gave up too much to get Harden? No, I, I, think, I think they had to give up one of them, and if you're going to give up one of them, you would give up more of an aging player, even though he can shoot the ball uh, the way he can. Um, I think that retaining Maxi and Thibel was one of the ones I didn't think they would be able to do. I, I thought they were going to have to give up one of them mm-hmm. in order to get that deal done. So retaining those two, I think, made it okay for them to make that trade and to make that move. Um, definitely Drummond's going to help. <laughs> Brooklyn tremendously because they needed some front court help without, um, you know, having um, the, one of the Lopez brothers there. And uh, so his rebounding abilities, I mean, he, he, he's definitely a double, double guy uh, regularly and he can get into that 15, 18, 13 rebound range and just securing the paint and in, inside is what they needed. Um, they didn't have that. Uh uh, so you've got that. And then, you know, definitely being able to stretch the floor with KD and, and those guys, Kyrie being able to create and, and create uh, opportunities to get him shots and looks. And uh, he's he's been erotic in his shooting, but he's been able to get it done. So, yeah, I think they um, they did OK. I yeah. think they did okay. And I think the Nets are the more complete team at this point. I think I just worry a little bit about um, the depth with the 76ers. Like you said, Tybal and Maxi still their young pieces. Um, Tobias Harris still there as part of the big three. Um, and, and they have some guys coming off the bench. You know, Shake Milton looks pretty solid. Isaiah Joe at times. Um, Paul Reed, I think, can fill in for uh, the piece that they, they, they send out there at the center position as far as a backup big. But um, I, I just I, – I, I, I would feel better about them if they get involved in the buyout 
discount market. And I think they will. I think because of the opportunity that they're, they don't have uh, too many big time pieces coming off the bench, um, that maybe a, a Goran Dragic or one of the bigger names from the buyout market will be interested in the 76ers because they'll likely be a bigger piece for that run than maybe some of the other teams that are going to be interested in them. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how it goes. Again, uh, James Harden will not be there tonight. So the seven, the 76ers might not get the win against one of the hotter teams in the league in Boston. Are you, are you buying into Boston more? It's kind of hard with the ebbs and flows of the regular season. Um, but obviously um, they, they did make a move. They brought Derek White in uh, for what that's worth. Um, I don't know if you see them as a, an absolute contender just because they look so similar to the, what they have in past years. Um, but uh, they're certainly one of the hotter teams in the NBA at this point. Yeah, I, I, I think I think the Harden situation is one in which they just want to get him probably into shape. They want to probably oh, yeah, give right. him the rest because he's kind of heavy right now. So they're trying to minimize any injury opportunities, let him get to the rest periods, give him a break because, you know, so that way he can be ready to make the last minute push. Now, on the other side, um, you know, I think with Derek White, you get a two-way player that's under contract up until 2025. Um, so for them, it's good. You get a guy that can also create a good defense out front, gives you another third or fourth score uh, that you're missing. They're still missing front court action. That That's where their problem is. Um, is and, then, and then you miss um, Freedom Cantor. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know I, I, I thought that that situation and uh, letting him take advantage of what he can do in the front court is a problem. But – they 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 have a definite problem there. Um, I think for San Antonio, they're they're getting um, under the cap a lot more. Getting rid of a contract that that still owed about fifty something million on it uh, is good for them. I still don't see them as a contender, even though they're making a run. Good for them, but um, they're they're one of those teams that get there and then all of a sudden the, the playoff of focus of the playoffs end up getting them ousted just without the depth that they don't have. So, yeah, I, I don't see that. Yeah, as a Celtics fan, I would like to say something different, but I, I I feel the same way. It's just kind of a – it's too similar to past teams that I've seen falter once it, once the heat gets on them. So uh, we'll see. Maybe Derek White's the change there. Another game in the NBA tonight following that one, as far as national TV goes, uh, Clippers and Suns. And we've talked a little bit about both those teams as well. Um, so that will be at 9 o'clock or really just following the Celtics 76ers tonight. That will be interesting. Hopefully Tron Luke can get the win and get – at least for me, I'm a Toronto Lynn fan uh, – get the Clippers back to 500, but he's got a lot more work than tonight uh, to get the seven or the, the the Clippers on the right track. I also wanted to bring up Josh Giddy, who maybe mo- a lot of maybe casual NBA fans don't recognize that name yet, but he was a high draft pick um, this past year and he became the youngest player in NBA history with back-to-back triple doubles. Um, ousting guys like Luka Doncic and, and Magic Johnson, Antoine Walker, all those guys did it at the age of 20. Giddy, the first one to do it at the age of 19. And, of course, Oklahoma City, not very good, uh, along with Dortz. I mean, and, and we like Isaiah Roby, but they're just kind of a team full of Isaiah Robies and maybe a better prospects mm-hmm. than that, Giddy and, and Dortz among them. Um, but they – so they have all these – they have all these, you know uh, – draft picks coming up and so they, they kind of are where they are but do you think giddy is a legit uh piece for them right now or do you think the triple double it means a little bit less than it did in past years just because there's more stats out there to get him i think there's more space and more stats out there to get him i think uh josh giddy right now is benefiting from the fact that he's still young and and people are still trying to figure him out similar to like 
the run. I'm not going to say he is this, but I'm saying similar to the run that um, Jeremy Lin made uh, when mm-hmm. he first kind of jumped on the scene. You're still trying to figure him out. You didn't really get much on him. He's coming out of Australia. He's a young guy. Um, he has some tools. He has some things. He's got great vision. Uh, he has the ability to do a lot of different things. He runs a great pick and roll. He can get downhill pretty quickly. Um, I like the potential of what he is. I think there's going to be a period once they figure him out and they really start to figure out where his strength and weakness, he's got to come each year, uh, get something fresh, get something new into his game. He's got a nice floater. So he's got some tools that can definitely help him to uh, be successful in the league. He's got to get a little bit stronger. I think he's got to get some more lift, and then he'll be all right. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, it is impressive regardless to, to do what he did uh, and yes. has been doing. Um, I know, you know they, they sometimes you say, you know, somebody's got to get the statistics on a bad team, but uh, regardless, I don't care what you do. At 19 years old, um, throwing up back-to-back triple no doubles in the NBA, very 19 impressive. years old and 127 days. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The exact age form. <laughs> Uh, we actually have a, an exciting night of ticket weeknights. I, th- I think up the middle, um, those guys are a bit busy, so DP's going to jump in and, and carry that. But Kyle Perry, the, who was uh, recognized, announced today as the weekend starter for uh, Nebraska. He's going to uh, you know help start the season for Nebraska coming up here in just a few days. He's going to have a show later and ticket weeknights as well. So ticket weeknights, as I always say, in fuego. So stick around. No need to, to press or change that dial. Uh, but for On the Block, that'll wrap it up for our Tuesday episode episode we will be back tomorrow for another uh, great episode more fun and action coming tomorrow have a great week night